Alright everybody, I'm back. I know I be going away for like some time, but to be honest, I really do be busy. But I am going to try to be more consistent, at least one episode per week. But today, we're going to talk about some of the differences. So first things different, I got a new mic. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the difference. Trust me, I can feel the difference. I, I see the difference. This mic was way more expensive than my last one, so this is an investment. Also, we have new cover art. Um, it's really a picture of, it's like a movie theater now. Yeah, that's the new picture. And then we also have a new title. Um, instead of the media that makes us, it's now gonna be Once Upon a TV. I, I, as far as why I changed it, I just, I just figured that I like the way that sounded more. And so I changed it, it's pretty simple as that. So today we're gonna be talking about player movies. Now. Player movies are always, they're kind of cringy to me. I don't know why, but I've always liked them in a sense because they tell you exactly what not to do. I mean, honestly, I've always felt like the movies, I think I'm going to go over four of them today. I never really felt like those movies really emphasized on what they were doing. It was, it was realistic, but then it was very unrealistic. A lot of them were unrealistic. And in the end, they all found love. But at the same time, it's the way they went to find love. It's the journey they went through, which always had to deal with their past, keep getting in the way, to actually be able to be happy with the woman that they end up wanting at the end. So the first movie we're going to do is Hitch. Hitch was, I don't know, for me, seeing Will Smith try to be a player, I mean, I know Will Smith was very popular. Um, this is what, this movie came out in early 2000, 2005. Um, so I know Will Smith was relatively popular in the 90s and early 2000s for a lot of his movies he made. And Hitch, I don't know, seeing him try to be a player, which I don't really, I never really considered Hitch a player movie. I've considered it a, the type of, like, a matchmaking movie. Because that's literally what he does. He, he learns and studies women. And he helps guys who don't stand a chance or guys who have low self-confidence and don't feel like they can get the girl. He helps them get the girl. That's really why I never really considered it a player movie. But IMB, no, IMDB, I'll um, consider it a player movie. So that's one of the reasons that I'm going to do that. And I'm going to start off with Hitch. So Will Smith plays Hitch, of course. And his love interest, Eva Mendez she is something else i've always liked eva mendez movies she always plays a uh, cunning woman not all the time but like i really do enjoy seeing movies that she's in uh i did not expect kevin james to be in this movie when i first watched it though that's something that did throw me off but let's talk about the ways to hitch was a player i mean if we're being honest i never really considered him a player i said that before and i say that again and now, if we're talking about Fresh Prince, then yeah, yeah, Will, Will was a player. He he had it going. So he met Lisa, you know, all-time love. But him and Hitch, he really was just the guy who knew women, the guy who studied women. He had commitment issues, no doubt, because he had his heart broken. But he wasn't necessarily, in my opinion, the worst person. Like I think they gave him too much credit for being a player than he really was. But basically, like I say, all he does is study women and learn how they are, which I feel like anybody could do. I just feel like a lot of people don't do it because, I mean, it can get weird. It can get creepy. Like, this dude devoted his time and 
part of his income is learning women and learning how they operate not necessarily operate but the way they think and what they like dislike and he matches that with the guy and i mean it's literally to me i feel like the moral of this whole story was be yourself like the whole idea is to be yourself you can't be out here pretending to be a guy or pretending to be somebody else because let's say you pretend to be somebody else then once you get the girl you got to continue to be the guy that you pretended you were so they things don't change so you know because that's the person she fell in love with or that's the person she likes she likes the person that you pretended to be and so you really just end up being even less happy because now you really feel like don't nobody love you for you because you're over here pretending to be somebody else simply to get um to get the girl i think that's the greatest advice you can ever have in a relationship or in general with friends and people is to be yourself because if if you don't even like yourself and other people don't like you then pretending to be something is not going to be the solution i think a lot of people say that like yeah be yourself and they attempt to do it but you really got to understand it being yourself really is the best thing you can do and i think that's what hitch realized towards the end of the movie is that yeah he put on these personas but when he got with a woman who wasn't feeling the personas that he was given he had to start being himself which made him vulnerable but at that point i mean you can't get mad when she used your own game against you that's my that's the thing that i always see common in these movies these guys will play these women use these tactics and then they get upset whenever she do the same thing over again but you can't really get mad if you're over here playing her the first time. So that's my thoughts on Hitch. Like I said, not really a big player movie, more so a big manipulative movie and pretending to be somebody that you're not, in my opinion. Next, we're going to go with Boomerang, starring Eddie Murphy. Now, I know a lot of people have seen Boomerang. It's, it's literally, to me, it's one of my favorite player movies of all time because I mean you had an astounding cast like you had Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Haley Berry, ba my bad not Haley Berry, Bailey, hey Halle Berry, Halle Berry. I don't know why I messed up. I'm thinking about Haley ba Bailey right now, but Halle Berry, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Grace Jones, Chris Rock. Tisha Campbell, John Witherspoon. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. There was so many good characters in this movie that really just stood out to me. It made it. It made it a good movie, in my opinion, and I really enjoyed watching it. Even though I always feel like Eddie Murphy got away with too much, Marcus he got he got away with way too much. There's no way that I don't really believe all this stuff could happen that he got away with the way he was um treating the women because he he was smooth i'm not i'm not gonna cap he has a lot of smooth moments in the movie you know but he also it came back to get him because the one girl he was trying to woo the one girl he was trying to wow she didn't even want a relationship and that's the and that's the problem that's what you always see in these player movies is the guy end up playing the girl playing multiple girls to the point where they don't even know the difference between playing a girl and just doing what you got to do and in my opinion i really think that 
it's a lesson to be learned because Eddie Murphy played these girls and then boom, he met a girl he actually wanted and she didn't want a relationship. She just didn't. I mean, and that's what got to him is the fact that he couldn't have her. He really wanted her, knew he couldn't have her. And that's probably what made him go crazy. Well, not necessarily crazy, but made him like get his heart broken, which I never understood. He got his heart broken by a woman who told him straight up that she did not want a relationship and that she was not trying to do what he wanted her to do all the time. Like, yeah, they were going to be casual. That's what the agreement was. And Eddie Murphy started feeling for her. He couldn't hold to their agreement. And I mean, I don't really feel like Jacqueline was completely in the wrong because she was doing exactly what he was doing. If anything, I feel like what she was doing was better because she at least was straight up and honest with him. Eddie Murphy was over here lying and he was leaving a girl because her toes didn't look right. Over here judging a girl based off her toes. If her toes don't look right, then he ain't even going to pursue more with her. Like, come on now. I mean, I understand you. You can be picky. You have your critiques. But I think that you should base being with a girl more than just off the way her toes look at night but like i said he was playing these girls coming up with fake scenarios and stuff while jacqueline was just straight up like i'm a casual woman i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be committed and held down the way you want me to but i want to take a moment to talk about mar lawrence and david allen greer their friendship to me to him to marcus was it was unique like they all knew that Marcus was the ultimate player. He was the ultimate king when it came to playing women. and But Tyler, Martin Lawrence, he still felt like he was that guy as well. And Dave Allinger, he, he wasn't afraid to show his feminine side. He wasn't afraid to be in his feelings, to have emotion. I think I really admire that because that's the way it always is. You know, you have these three groups of friends. You got one who's the player who's pretty much... The one who actually does know how women are and know how they think and um, is able to seduce them and get with them. Terrible, terrible. But that's Marcus, Eddie Murphy. Then you got the friend Tyler who claimed to have all the women. Ain't got a single one. Probably lonely all the time. The show off, showboat, all of that stuff. And then you got the one who's actually down to earth in his feelings. So I feel like those three together represented a side of men, a different side of men for, for everyone to see. And there's a lot of scenes in it that I enjoy in this movie. Um, Chris Rock had his few moments. Um, Tisha Campbell had her few moments. But I had something that stood out to me is um, Gerard's parents, John Witherspoon, Mr. Jackson, and, and oh my gosh, they that dinner that they had was something else, something else. And then Lady Eloise, uh, Eddie Murphy, Marcus. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking when he slept with Lady Eloise. I know he was trying to get higher up in the company, but he, it, yeah, that that whole scene was just, it was just different, honestly. But let's talk about my favorite character in the entire movie. We can't forget about Angela. We cannot forget about Angela. Holly Berry, one of my all-time favorite female actresses. She every movie she's in, except for Catwoman, 
I've always liked. I've always liked her character. And this is actually her in like a younger time. Um I'm gonna be straight up on this with you. When I first watched Boomerang, I did not recognize that, that was Halle Berry. Like I did not. I, I mean, yes, I recognized it was a beautiful woman, but I did not recognize it as Holly Berry because most of her films that I watch are like slightly older than this movie because I think she was in her twenties, early twenties when this movie came out. And I mean, I know she's older now, but like she had that short haircut, no doubt. And I remember that that became popular in the trend too. But Angela, she was unique she was just that girl honestly <clears throat> and what got to me is she was a nice girl she was a nice genuine down-to-earth girl and when her and david um her and gerard started talking with each other you know went on a date or two i think it was really cute um i feel like their friendship could have really meant something I feel like their relationship would have progressed, honestly, if Marcus had not gotten involved. But you can also tell that Angela wasn't really feeling Gerard. Like, you could feel that. They could feel it. But at the same time, that doesn't mean Gerard didn't like her. And I think something that, like, stood out to me is Marcus feels the need to get any girl. Like, whatever girl he desires or whatever girl he thinks desire him, he always felt the need to get. And he crossed the boundary, as we saw. And, you know, being a player, of course, it affects the way people see you. It affects the way women view you. But I think something this movie really showed that other player movies haven't showed is the way it affects your friends. Because in most most of the time, your friends are hyping you up. If you're sleeping with all these women, if you're messing around with all these people, your friends usually hyping you up saying, yeah, you the man, you doing this. Like, they hyping you up. But in this movie, it shows you how... His friends, I mean, of course, Tyler was with it, but Gerard, well, he really didn't like it. He really didn't, you know, that's his friend. Marcus was his friend. But personally, I don't think Gerard ever liked the fact that he was always doing women the way he was doing them. You know, I feel like a lot of people need that down-to-earth friend who realize when you're wrong and isn't hyping you up the way Tyler was. Because at the end of the day, you got to be an adult and you can't just be a player your whole life. I mean, realistically... You gonna end up lonely, and that's exactly what happened to Marcus. He ended up lonely. So, the fact that Angela and Gerard had something going on, and then even if it wasn't established as a relationship, Marcus knew that Gerard liked Angela. Like he knew that. Everyone knew that. And the fact that he still went and slept with her behind his friend's back, and then mentioned it. Like I mean, at least he said something, but like. He shouldn't have went for Angela, first off, because that's his friends. That's who his friends was involved with. And if he was going to go for her, he should have cleared it with him before. Now, I'm just saying things happen in the moment type stuff. But in my mind, I feel like your friend should have been on your mind before the girl been on your mind. Like, you know this girl likes your friend. You know that you have Jacqueline. That's another thing, too. He already had a woman. Well, he didn't have a woman, per se, but he kind of had Jacqueline in his mind at least even though she wasn't tied down to him he wanted her and he just honestly he used Angela as a distraction and I mean I know he fell in love with her or whatever at the end but I think something shows that the traditional love movies didn't show or the traditional player movies didn't show is in the traditional player movies you have a player who meets this girl 
and he usually they always playing the girl doing stuff messing around and then they finally meet a girl who wows them who makes them want to be better who makes them want to change and then they usually end up with that girl at the end after going through a bunch of stuff but this movie was different this movie was you had a player who met a girl who was a challenge for him and it completely flipped the script on you where he wanted to be with her and then when he met her assistant that's who he wanted to be with but as soon as Jacqueline came back or offering something back he left and went and slept with her one more time which broke Angela's heart and that's when Marcus that's I mean I think that's when I really I already knew Marcus was pretty messed up for the stuff he did but I really think that not only were you playing women and then you're gonna play women then you're gonna meet a girl who's a challenge for you you're gonna overcome this challenge and then you're gonna try to get with her assistant get with her assistant get with Angela I mean it's Halle Berry first of all but you end up getting with her and then when Jacqueline comes running back or gives you one more chance to get some, you actually go and do it. And then you try to come back to Angela. Like, I don't think, I think he was really stupid for it, but, and then you also ruined your friendship with your friend. So you didn't ruin your friendship and all of this stuff over a woman that you could have simply went for, he could have went for her at the beginning i peeped that angela was feeling him at the beginning but of course he didn't want angela he wanted jacqueline someone who wasn't feeling him so he could make him feel him so i mean honestly of course the whole thing could have been avoided but it took a long time and eventually as we know marcus was able to get with angela and marcus and gerard were able to make up that's when mar lawrence you know tyler he came in he's like look man i'm tired of y'all beefing yeah, I gotta fix this and put this behind y'all. Yeah, yeah, we boys, all that good stuff. And I feel like overall this movie was the moral of the movie. I mean, don't be a player, first of all. But if you are gonna do some mess like that, don't cross your don't cross your homeboy over a girl. Don't ever do that. And more importantly, I think it's I think this quote goes with it. I've never believed in this quote. <laughs> I've never believed in it, but I always find it so funny. It's don't let a girlfriend stop you from finding a wife. <laughs> this man did not settle for nothing. Like he, he, I think he, I think Marcus had commitment issues, no doubt. I think at some point he had his heart broken before he became a player. But this man literally was living that I'm not gonna let a girlfriend stop me from finding a wife. If her toes ain't right, I don't want it. Everything about the girl could be good, but if her toes ain't right, he did not want her. That is so funny to me. But overall, I I give this movie about a seven, mm, eight out of ten. Um, it's one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. Um, I like to see um, them play different characters. I've always loved the fact that Eddie Murphy can play really diverse, different characters. And so this is one of my one of my favorite ones. Alright, now we're going to move on to our third movie, How to Be a Player, by um, starring Bill Bellamy. That movie, this was more of a comedy. It wasn't as serious to me, because we know a lot of this stuff was unrealistic, but if we're being honest, it was a good movie. I mean, a lot of fourth wall breaks. Um, the man really tried his best to teach you how to be a player. I mean, that's what he did. But... I feel like this movie was it was it was one of a kind. I mean, you had the 
Dre, Drayton Jackson, Dre, had his sister Jenny, and I mean, you know, it was about a man who played women. I mean, he 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 was he 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 loved doing this. Like, I think the biggest difference between him and Boomerang, the movie Boomerang, is Eddie Murphy. He just likes sleeping with women. He just likes sleeping with different women. This man liked playing women. This man liked, he liked the idea of playing women and almost getting caught, but not getting caught. Like, he really liked the thrill. He got off from, her, not necessarily hurting women, but playing them, being conniving and, and making sure his sister, as many times as she tried to get him caught up, did not get him caught up. I mean, this man had answering machines. He had people working with him. He had different phones. He had, like, the whole nine yards. So, I think this movie was a comedy. But I know for a fact that this movie showed how he enjoyed being a player. Like, like I said, the difference between this, between... Dre and Marcus is Marcus just like sleeping with women sleeping with different women he was trying to just do things this man liked making women fiend for him he liked playing them and so I mean we all know what happens at the end if you have seen the movie if you haven't I recommend watching uh, How to Be a Player uh, I think I remember watching this movie when I was like 13 maybe 14 for the first time I love Bernie Mac's character in it Buster hilarious I, I think I haven't seen a single Bernie Mac movie that I didn't like that's one thing I gotta do um, that I'm gonna talk about one day is all of my favorite Bernie Mac movies because actually that should be a good idea I do a ranking or a list of all my favorite movies by a certain actor but yeah B Bernie Mac playing Buster in this movie terrific this movie itself it's not necessarily one of my favorite player movies, but I mean, it's on. It, you, you can't talk about movies about being a player and not talk about a movie named How to Be a Player. I mean, it, it just has too many funny scenes, so many party scenes where it's like too many ways to get caught up. Of course, you got your pimp. You can't forget the pimp, Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred taught you exactly what you need to do. And this movie, it honestly did a lot better than I expected it to do. Like, when I first watched it, I was like, hmm, it's alright. But, I mean, I'm looking at the IMDB rating, it's a 5.3 out of 10, so there you go. But I don't really think the whole point of the movie was to be all good and serious. It's supposed to be just some funny comedy about a guy who plays women. And he literally almost get caught. So you literally spend most of the movie watching him almost get caught in so many ways. Because he had a girlfriend. And he just, it's always that one desirable woman that, that they got to go after. And I mean, when you have his sister and her sister's friend plotting against you, I mean, what can you do? What, what what can you do? This is what you get for being a playboy. So overall, I think this was... I, I side with um, the site and give it a, a 5.3 out of 10. It's like I said, it's a, it's a good movie. We um, But overall, I think it was just supposed to be funny. I don't think it was supposed to be as serious as um, a lot of people let on for it to be.
And now we're going to talk about the last one. I mean, this movie right here is my all-time favorite player movie. And when I and when I talk about this movie, all I got to say is he deserved every single thing that came at him. And that movie is A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Starring Mar Lawrence, Lynn Whitfield, Regina King, Bobby Brown, Melinda Williams, Della Reese. I mean, the list goes on and on. Plenty of famous actors and actresses in this movie. But I know a lot of people always talk about, oh, she's crazy. Oh, she crazy. He made her this way. Actually, he did not make her this crazy. She was crazy before she met him. She knew that he was a player. He knew she was crazy. She warned him multiple times. He did not leave her alone. Because the problem that everyone in these player movies face is they can't give up a challenge. I mean, I will always feel like Darnell was the villain in this entire movie. You cannot convince me otherwise that Darnell did not have it coming for him. I mean, where do we even begin? It's, this movie happened so fast, but yeah, it was so good. Um, I mean, you have this arrogant narcissist. He's, he's really a narcissist almost, in my opinion. He's extremely arrogant. He's borderline narcissist. But he just, he's so obsessed with being better than everyone else especially when it comes to women and like i i literally always despise it's like to me it's different in other movies when guys play girls they literally just i don't know i guess you could say they tell them what they want to tell them to get what they want but like i hate when they plan this stuff out like i cannot stand when these guys sit here and they plan the way that they're gonna hurt the woman like they know what they're doing the entire time they know how these women are they know what these women want to hear and yet they still sit here and lie to them like it's one thing to just play a girl and be like yeah i'm just trying to get in your pants or like like they do stuff and then they're like yeah they end up getting the girl's pants or whatever but when these guys sit here and steadily plan to to just defile these women it just it's really really sad and that's why i said he literally deserved every single thing that happened to him is this was the craziest player movie i ever saw in my entire life the craziest one because literally you had this rich woman lynn whitfield doing her own thing living her own life brandy was just chilling didn't even mind him you got darnell over here just acting like he has has to do something he already had women he already was talking to women. And of course, you know, Regina King makes a very good appearance in this movie, but Darnell just he's just trifling. And Brandy warned him. I think that's what gets to me. Is all these other women in these other movies, they really just be victim and they really just be like blindsided by what the player's doing. Brandy warns him. He told her I'm crazy. I've done crazy things. And Martin Lawrence did not care. Darnell did not care. He said, I'm still going to try to get with you. He knew good well he wasn't going to get with her for real, for real. And then when Mia come back, that's who he want to be with all of a sudden? You just spent all this time in commitment with Brandy. She's going to take care of you. 
she is literally finna give you the world. It's her world. We have a lot of cons to it. But she was ready to give you the world. She fell in love with you. And all you did was, and he literally lied to her and said, I love you too. Like, he literally told her he loved her just so he could sleep with her. I feel like that's so stupid. That's so stupid to me. This dude really played this girl. And, and just, and she, she, she. She did what she had to do. I mean, yeah, she crazy. She shouldn't have been trying to kill her. She shouldn't have did all that. But in my opinion, she got her lick back. That's exactly what she was doing. I don't fully support what she did. But in my opinion, she was not in the wrong completely for all the stuff she doing. Breaking his stuff. Breaking him down. That's what she was doing. She wasn't just breaking his stuff just to break it. She was trying to break him down. Let him know she not wanting to mess with him. He messed with her. And that's what happens when you mess with her. You can't be messing with these rich women. These rich, heartbroken women, they gonna come back at you. And I guess that's something he just didn't expect. But of course, you know, his friends over here hyping him up. His friends ain't gotta worry about this. His friends ain't gotta worry about all the crazy stuff she finna do. And then this man, mama over here, Darnell, mama over here, worried about him because he over here just getting her involved, getting everybody involved. And I think, um, I think the title fits so perfect with this movie a thin line between love and hate because the more you love someone the easier it is to hate them i mean if you think about it it makes sense the more you love someone the more you invest the more you feel the more you become vulnerable the more secrets you spill the more you let a person know you the more you fall in love with someone or the more you love someone the easier it is for them to hate you because you're not going to just hate somebody who you're walking down the street and they push you and you fall versus someone you've known for so long. I mean, I guess that's a bad example. Say someone does you, does you wrong. Someone that you've, um, you work with or whatever. Your coworker goes behind your back and like rats you out about something. You'll probably dislike that coworker a lot. You probably won't even like associate yourself with them a lot. But let's say it's your friend. You and that coworker, y'all start working there together. Y'all were friends before you even came to the job. And then they go behind your back and they snitch on you. It's personal now. It's not just professional. It's personal. Because you have known that person for so long. You trust that person. And they literally went behind your back, stabbed you in the back. And, and it just hurts different when it's a complete stranger doing you wrong compared to someone you love. And that's exactly what happened in this movie. Um, I think she fell in love with him so much and then he just he just threw it away like it wasn't nothing cut off every girl he was ever seeing which he had too many girls to cut off in my opinion because Mia came back and he was like yeah I want to be with Mia I'm not going to lose her again so overall he deserved everything he had coming at him my favorite this, this is by far my favorite player movie it, it really just is like I really enjoyed this movie um I do have some honorable mentions um the brothers um uh, I guess the best man it's not really a player movie in my opinion that movie itself is trifling but definitely the wood the wood's a good movie um the best man the brothers um think like a man has some player moments player motives but eh, I really feel like the brothers in the wood of course had a lot more in it 
And then I guess another honorable mention would probably be the perfect match. That's a player movie too. Um, yeah, so those 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 were some honorable mentions. Good movies itself, but overall, my favorite one will always be a thin line between love and hate. There's so many things in that movie that's like a message. So to rank them all, in my opinion, it would be thin line between love and hate, boomerang. Um, Mm, how to be a player and then hitch hitch is yeah hitch is last but if we're being honest i probably would put a perfect match over hitch because oh that that itself was even better but i guess the next subject i could do is black friends who are who like wedding like the best man the wood um Deliver us from Eva. Eva, Deliver us from Eva is also a good um, suggestion too. LL Cool J as a player, never really pictured that. Honestly, um, it's a good movie though. Deliver us from Eva is a very good movie. Love the title too, but I guess I could do something about these friends who end up getting ready to get married and all the secrets and stuff come out because the best man. That's one of the most trifling best friend movies I've ever seen. I still don't understand why they would still be friends. But that's, like I said, that's another topic for another time. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. Like I said, I'm going to come back with more. Try to be here weekly. But that's all. Thank you. Thank you.